Welcome to the Why Woman Podcast Show, a dynamic way for you to get the life and business success tips from industry leaders around the world who have been there and done that and are walking their walk. We know you're busy, so it's a fluff and puff-free zone so you get what you need to succeed quickly so you can implement it straight away. Your hosts today are Why Woman Shah Moore and Rani Pathaks. Warning women with weak bladders should not listen to our show, okay? Or don't operate heavy machinery. You've been warned, darlings. Let's go. On today's show, we have Ali Brown, the entrepreneurial guru for women and as dubbed by Forbes, a woman to watch. Welcome to our show, Ali. Hey, Shar. It's great to be here. Looking forward to chatting today. Before we get started, I just wanted to share with our listeners a little bit about you. You've got an amazing background so far. So Ali Brown has been dubbed the Entrepreneurial Guru for Women by Business News Daily and has created an Inc. 500 ranked global enterprise devoting to women, empowering women entrepreneurs. She was named one of Forbes' Women to Watch one of Ernst & Young's Winning Women Entrepreneurs and an Entrepreneurial Delegate for the United Nations Foundation's Global Accelerator. Ali was also featured on the ABC hit primetime show, Secret Millionaire. She provides leadership and business coaching and advice to over 250,000 followers via AliBrown.com, her social media channels and her Glambition radio show on iTunes. She was also named by Entrepreneur Magazine as one of the top 10 Twitter accounts every entrepreneur should be following. I'm certainly following you, Ali. Welcome to our show. Thank you so much. So looking forward to chatting with you today and, you know, a woman like yourself that's gone through all the amazing things that you've, you have done, I think you're going to be a, an amazing inspiration to our listeners particularly. Uh, we've got a lot of listeners in Australia and, you know, they watch people like yourself and, and I guess you've probably found this on your journey, that they kind of watch people and go, oh, it's all right for them. They don't often know what goes on behind the scenes. So we're mm. going to dig into that a little bit today, but before we get started, started. Your topic today is the one about my genie bra and my three-day bum and we're going to dig into that a little bit later. As the why woman, one of the first questions I would love to ask you is why you do what you do and how does it impact the world in a positive way? I think the best way to answer that is I don't know, I don't know how to not do this. Mm. And when you get really good at doing kind of who you are, and you know, do, <laughs> mm. I like the actually doing who you are, not just being, because like the the doing comes with it, right? Yes. And there's there's no uh, nothing's going to happen without action. And when you get used to to kind of doing the who you are and just w really honoring that person that you are, it, it impacts people. So no matter who you are, when you really step into your highest self and your higher power and your, you know, that that best version of you, you're going to impact people no matter what. Mm -hmm. And you could do it on a big scale like I do, you know, online and, and with the high-end clients I work with, or you could do it every day in who you're being. Um, so I guess, you know, I, I really, I hope that's an okay answer, but I don't know how to not do this. Because when I, when I do slow down or when I try, in, in the times that I've gotten scared and not done it, it hurts more than, than going to do it. 
Mm. Interesting you say that. And uh, we've had a couple of people that we've been chatting to and they've said similar things and it's like if they didn't do this, they didn't live their why, they didn't live, as you said, your higher purpose, they feel like they're cheating themselves but they're also cheating everyone else around them. It's like they're being fake by not doing it. Yes. Mm. Yeah. And not everyone will understand where you want to go or what mm. you want to do. But the people who are supposed to be on your path with you and who really support you will be all for it. And just on that note, Ali, because, you know, I get that a lot with a lot of clients that I talk to and, and mentor as well. And they say, oh, but, you know, they and everyone loves to be loved. And I know that's a human being thing. But can you maybe just explain a little bit more when you just said that it's not everyone may get your path and your journey. And that's okay, right? <laughs> it's, it's, it's unavoidable. And I guess mm. this is the part we don't like. I love being loved. Yes. I like being liked. I don't know about you. I like being liked. It's nice. And um, I think that was kind of a real wake-up call for me as I started as I started stepping into starting my business and doing something different. Um, you know, I had some friends from my past workplaces and things, and they, I really think they, they didn't mean me harm, but they just didn't know what to make of it. It was like I was going off to a different planet. And, and I, you know, I, I lost a lot of connections along the way, but the, the friends I've made in the journey, my God, just such richer people, such amazing hearts and just people who love to travel and do things in the world. And, you know, you will meet the people you're supposed to meet along the way. Mm. I think the hard part is where there are people that, you know, you could still love and bless them, but you need to make sure that you're going to surround yourself with people who um, you want to be like and, and who will support you and help you reach higher. And that is so important on that journey. And I guess the other thing that you would have found as well is even though the other people that weren't quite aligned with your vision and your purpose and your higher gifts, it's not that they mean you unwell. It's just that they may not know how to protect you in that space because it's something that they don't actually understand and can't see. So not everybody is out there to get you. And I guess that's a great message for our listeners today is that if they're not on board with it, it's not that they're mean, being mean to you. They may just feel unsafe in the space that you're moving into and not know how to protect you. You know, I can kind of compare it to, you know, when before I, I have two-year-old twins, which I know mm. you're aware of, yeah. but before I had before I had kids, my friends who would go off and do the get married, have the baby, <laughs> you know, and all that thing, I didn't get it at all. You know, I, it, I, didn't, I didn't understand it because I hadn't been there. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes that put some distance between us, and it wasn't because I didn't adore them and mm. love them. It's because I kind of just didn't know what to do. Mm. I didn't know how to be helpful for them. I didn't know anything about babies or feel like I could come help, and so... You know, that's, it's funny, that just popped in my mind right now, but that's the, the only thing I could compare it to is when you still love that person so much, mm. but they're kind of just taking a different path and, and you're supporting them from afar and you're not sure what to say. Yes, and you are going to get some people on the opposite side of that who go, who does she think she is? And, you know, sorry, you're right. They're, they're, let's be frank. There are people who, you know, like to think are supporting you from afar but really don't get it. And you know what I've, I've learned? It's so hard because I would do everything to try to make them feel comfortable mm. or to try to introduce them to my new life or say, you can do this too. I mean, I remember I, I was uh, my first marriage years ago. Nice guy, but the wrong guy. I mm. came home from the very first seminar I went to, and it was, uh, it was a business seminar, kind of like start your own business. There were some network marketing people there. There were online marketing people. It was just fascinating, and I remember, you know, you know how you are when you come home for those things. You are mm. jacked up. Yes. I was so excited, and I came in the door, and I said, "Hi, you got to hear about this. I met these speakers, and they're selling these programs, and we can learn everything from real estate investing to mm. online marketing. And you know, I want to bring you back. And 
I remember him, he listened for a bit and then I probably went on a little too long and he just said, you know, what's wrong with our life now? Mm. And I knew at that moment, I knew at that moment my marriage was going to be over because he just had no desire to grow. Mm. And, um, you know, there were times in, in other relationships, too, I felt like a little bit of sabotage happening. And, you know, dating is a whole other story. You know, really, we could go there. But, but um, you know, the best way to and, – and, and it still sucks. It still hurts. But not everyone will support your success, and it's yeah. their path. It is yes. their path. If, if you know in your heart, if you've done your best and been a good person hmm. and a ni nice person, and that's all you can do, that's yeah. all you can do, then you have to move on. Very true, very true. And it is their journey, and it doesn't mean that your path's wrong or their path's wrong. It just is what it is. So, you know, uh, Ali, I, I would imagine you'd hear this out there as well and probably see this a lot with what you do and the women that you're working with around the world. A lot of people think this entrepreneurial journey is this beautiful upward curve line, and, of course, we know in reality that isn't. What are some of the lies and myths that you've heard out there in the marketplace around achieving success? We all look at people, as you mentioned before, who are successful and we think it was a straight line mm -hmm. and that they had little to no doubt about, you know, making it and everything was kind of, you know, easy for them. And you have to remember success is never a straight line. And that's mm -hmm. why I, I insist my clients read autobiographies and biographies of very successful people because they mm. will hear about all the times they nearly fell flat on their face or they were bankrupt or, mm. you know, all these different stories. It's so important to, to know. And you have to know as well when you're, if you're in this online space and you're taking these courses right now, or maybe you're starting a business and all that, everyone's selling the magic pill. Mm. And I know because I did too, you know, because we, we, we always present the best case scenario. Here's what you could do. And this person's making this much overnight and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but then there's, you know, there's building a real business yes. and there's some great quick money to be made in, in some spaces and industries. But when you build a real business and you actually learn, you know, how to make money long term, how to market, how to manage your money. You know, no one talks about that. Mm, yeah, making it's <laughs> um, one thing, managing you know, these long-term <laughs> skills, you're going to be so much farther ahead in the end. So mm. it, it's fun to focus on the short-term overnight money that mm. you may be making. And believe me, I love that too. I mean, I remember mm. my first $10,000 month, I mm. practically ran down the street and was telling everybody, which they don't, <laughs> want, to, they don't want to hear, by the way, going back to our previous point. Good to um, know. Thanks for the tip. And then my first... Yeah, and then my first $100,000 a month. Yeah. And, you know, as you're building your career, um, you'll realize that it's a lot of trial and error. It's a lot of up and down. So mm. it just becomes a way of being. Mm. And, and I would imagine you've faced a number of roadblocks on your journey. Can you share one sort of obstacle or roadblock that just maybe came from left field? And then how did you deal with it? How did you kind of go, right, this is how I'm going to move forward? Mm. Um. Let me think. On two levels, I can answer that. One, mm -hmm. one is personally, actually, okay. when I realized that my energy was affecting my business because I wasn't happy anymore. Mm. And, and I had built my business to a very successful place. Mm -hmm. um, several years ago, we were making more revenues than ever before. I mean, just millions and millions. And, and I was mm. supposed to be happy, right? Isn't that awesome? Mm. But it was a lot of work. It was a lot of work and, and too much on me. And I woke up one morning. And, I mean, it's a good roadblock to have, don't get me wrong, but I felt so personally unfulfilled. Mm -hmm. um, even with all the lives we were changing and all the good stuff, I still felt unfulfilled personally, like I needed to take a different path. And that's when many of you have been following me for years. You maybe mm -hmm. saw me change course 
simplify a bit. Yes. Um, so, you know, move more into working with just the high-end women, focusing on leadership, um, some different things. And then from a business point of view, you know, something I didn't see coming so quickly was that, you know, I was really leading the online space for so many years that what happened with social media, and this is an interesting marketing mm. conversation, is that social media has been amazing because it gives everyone equal access, right, no barriers to entry, anyone can get up a page and start a business right now. Mm. The downside of that is that it's equal access, low barrier to entry, mm. anyone can put up a page and start a business. Yes. Yeah. That's led to so much noise. Yeah. It's led to competition and copying and a lot of market saturation. I write about this on the page of my uh, Repower workshop. It's coming up in Australia yes, in, in yes. March. That's right. And, um, you know, it's it's a... It's something I didn't see coming as much as it did, and I realized I had to rebrand really quickly mm -hmm. to you know, reestablish my uniqueness because everyone had suddenly been saying the same thing, and and and, and I hadn't really been paying attention. Mm -hmm. I was just kind of doing my thing, and then I looked around. I'm like, wow, everyone's teaching what I was teaching, saying all the same stuff. I need to. That means I'm not doing what I really should be doing. Nice. See, when you see people copying what your stuff. Okay, at first it's really flattering and it's awesome, but if that's happening too long, that actually means that you are not moving yeah, into style. a space. You mm. really should be, yeah, you should be stepping into more leadership, mm. being more of a thought leader, saying things that get people's attention, maybe taking a different course. Mm. So, you know, it's a wake-up call for those of us who have been in business for years. Yeah, that's a really good point. And I, I was listening to one of your podcast shows and I listened to all of them, but one where you were talking about the George Clooney uh, post, you put a message on, jumped on a plane and, and you got to the other side and there was all this amazing, I'm like, whoa, go girl. But that's just, that's the same, you know, the same principle you were just talking about is be the leader, stand up and be the voice. And you're not there. You didn't make that statement to please everyone. And some people went, this is awesome. She's my woman. And others went, disconnect. And that's okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's when you have to be really clear on <laughs> do you want to be liked or do you want to be respected? Yes. I like to be both, Yeah. but I know my clients work with me more because they respect me than they like me. I think they well, like <laughs> they but do. It's more we of a do. Respect. We do. Yeah, and it it's is more of a respect. A respect thing, and also it's all about not not cowering to fit in. And and as a leader, as you truly are, to a lot of women around the world, you need you need to say what needs to be said sometimes, and it is what it is. And that person yes. will take it based on where they're at, and that's fine. And I guess you wouldn't be in that leadership role to so many you know highly successful women if you just fluffed around the point. You've got to say it and hit it between the eyes, and that's what they're they're engaging your services for is to tell them how it is so that they can grow so that's you know totally that's, that's perfect um and you know what the, the men don't give a shit when they post stuff like no. that they're not going oh my god someone doesn't like me we stay up all night we're figuring you know we're like we're, you know could I and you've done this come on you you wake up at two in the morning you're like could I could I have said it said differently, it differently. Yeah. maybe I shouldn't have put <laughs> that last word. word maybe with and the exclamation like mark me. at the end yeah yeah <laughs> you're totally like, maybe, maybe you should have put a <laughs> Yeah, we're lying awake at 2 a.m. doing this to ourselves instead of really living our purpose. Whilst eating ice cream. Come on, be honest. Yes. <laughs> but Ali, you would have received a lot of testimonies when you've been, you know, coming off a stage or presenting somewhere. What's one of those life-changing testimonies that you remember it stopped you in your tracks and you realise, my gosh, just by me stepping up and living my purpose, my why, I've changed this woman's life? I think the most powerful 
comment I ever got was from someone who's extremely successful now, and, and I mentored her for two years when she really started busting loose online. It's JJ Virgin, who many of you know is the mm. she's the author of The Virgin Diet. She's huge in the health space. I mean, her company's doing mm. tens and millions now, mm. and and you know, just I mean, just just insane. And she's a very what I love about her comment though, it wasn't just that she got to a million in two or three years with me. It was that she said something like, you know, I really saw in her the power mm. that she had. Right. And and because it came from someone I already saw is so powerful. But, mm. you know, she has um she made a comment on working with me and how, you know, that I brought her this feminine side to success as well and it's just as powerful. But you can blend the two together, right? The masculine with the feminine. Mm. And that's what just set her set her on fire and now she's doing amazingly well. Oh, isn't that beautiful? And you just, you know, and we need that as well as mentors and leaders out there. And you need to hear that what you're doing is working and shifting. That is beautiful. Ali, oh, look, I have to interrupt our quick conversation for a moment because I've got Rani Pathak sitting with me and she's bursting to ask you a few questions. So just bear with me while I push her on. I will. I'm scared, but I'll, I'll do it. <laughs> Oh, namaste, Mrs. Brown. Hello. May I call you Ali? Yes. My name is Rani Patak. You can call me Rani anytime, darling. Okay. Ali, you're such a pretty girl, isn't it? Thank you. Very nice. First class. Listen, you were featured on the Secret Millionaire TV show. Can you tell me your secret? The secret is to love. To love, so simple, no, darling? Yes. Oh, people make things so complicated. Okay, let's get deep into the curry bowl. You said you had no idea you wanted to be entrepreneur. When did this change for you? When I was at my last job in New York City and I saw someone who was doing basically what I was doing but getting paid more because they were working for themselves. And so a shift in my awareness changed everything. Amazing. Just one little thing shift everything for you, no? Yes. Very good. Now tell me, Ali, you've been featured on many TV shows. What shapewear do you wear? Because, you know, I eat a lot of papadam. I like my Indian sweet. And I've got a bit of a tam-tam. What is your secret for looking foxy? <laughs> I do wear the occasional Spanx. Oh, sometimes Spanx. I don't. Sometimes I don't care because it's so uncomfortable, damn it. Yeah, you know, sometimes you just got to let your belly hang out, no? Got to keep it real. Yes. Okay, now your topic today is the one about my genie bra and my three-day bun. I'm very curious, darling. Tell me what this means. So the genie bra, the third day bun, is my saying for when you are work, you're working at home and you're dressed in your working at home wear. So I'm wearing like the drugstore bra with a t-shirt and pants, and then I have my hair up in a bun because it's day three and it's greasy. That's oh. like a work-at-home mom. You know you know you should take a shower. You know you should wear something nicer, but you just don't give a shit. That's Jeannie Braun, a third-day bun. 
gorgeous darling i tell you you would be maybe another lifetime you become indian because this is exactly what we do but we let the bun go for maybe two weeks three weeks with coconut oil very good for the hair good for your hair when you wash too often oh very very true and very indian that tradition and also you know forget the bra darling we go no bra under the sari let them hang wherever they want to darling keep it free that sounds good much better next step listen sha want to ask you question because we know you're very busy woman i put her on namaste darling i talk to you again okay namaste All right, Ellie, I'm so sorry. She's always bursting to ask a few questions. I hope she wasn't too hard on you. That was funny. Oh, good. Now, Ellie, you know, often people ask this wonderful question, uh, if we could look back and tell our younger self one thing, because often we go through childhood always scared or, or worried and maybe not making the bigger decisions and taking risks. What's something you would go back and tell your younger self now? That you have something to offer. Beautiful. That's it. You have something to offer. Love it. Love it. And, Ali, I know everyone's going to be dying to get to know more about you and your products and services, and you are coming out to Australia in a couple of months. So is the best place to find you on AliBrown.com? AliBrown.com, and I still have a great free download there that, you know, I've had it for a few years, but we don't take it down. We get so much good feedback on it. It's called Top 10 Success Secrets for Entrepreneurial Women. And I still get people writing me saying, I keep this in my car. You got me through last week. Um, You're all going to love it. And I'm very active on uh, social media, but all the links are on that page. You can go through there and and see about upcoming workshops in your area. Perfect. Ali, if you could give everybody as we finish up the conversation now, what's one big tip that you could say to all the women listening around their business and just stepping into their space? What's something you could share with them? Um. You know, I, I hate some of these things because they're so they are cliche and you feel they're overused. But we're not, we're still not living it. Mm. And it, it's that you have to believe in yourself and you just have to go for it. The number one issue I deal with most women, even at the highest levels, mm. is still them trusting themselves. Mm. Trust yourself. Trust you yourself. know best. All right, you know best. And you know what? When you step out and make a decision, if it's the wrong decision, you'll find the universe will often help course correct you. You'll be like, oh wait, this was the wrong way. I'll go back. That's part of the journey, but you won't know until you take the step. You probably Mm. know right now is a step you have to make, and right now you have to go do it. Perfect. And surround yourself with beautiful people and mentors like yourself because it is, at the end of the day, who we surround ourselves with that's going to give us that encouragement, support, and advice to actually move forward. So I'm sure you've got a great inner circle of people that you surround yourself with all the time. I do because it's important for me too because I still mm. get scared sometimes or I still feel like, wow, something just landed in my lap and it's big and I, how do I deal with this? What do I say? Mm. How do I negotiate? You know, I have to have friends to call to help with that. Beautiful, Absolutely. beautiful. Ali, thank you so much for being on our show. Maybe we'll catch up with you in the future and see what exciting things you're doing. But thank you very much for sharing what you've done with our listeners today and I look forward to chatting again soon. Thanks, Sarah. Bye. Bye. We know you will want to join in on the live conversation about today's incredible show. So come on over to our Facebook page, Why Woman Podcast Show, and let's chat. Listen to an episode you've missed by visiting shamore.com.au. Until next time, remember, find and live your why today. It's your life, your purpose.